What is going on guys? This is Austin Pooley, your host on the brand new podcast. It's going to be the first episode, second attempt recording the first episode of Boat Snacks, a brand new podcast about bass fishing. We're going to be covering every week the same topics, uh, so hopefully not to get too boring. We are going to cover the MLF uh, Bass Pro Tour. We're going to cover the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit the MPFL, the Bass Master Elite Series, um, and then top selling tackle on Tackle Warehouse for the week, and then the new items, which haven't really changed since last week when I checked. So there's going to be some of the same things. This week will be the first time, so obviously I'll go over all of these. But every week we're going to have some, it looks like there's going to be some same things. So we'll have to, you know, cover the new, new stuff and kind of not the stuff that was there. But we may go over it again, see if I fish some of it, see if we go over it. We're also going to choose a bait of the week from the top selling tackle, and that's what I'm going to take out that week. I'm going to purchase something off here, take it out that week, fish it in my local lakes or ponds or whatever I decide to do. Um, so that'll be really exciting. But let's go ahead and get this thing started by covering. We also have a special, sorry, we also have a special um, article this week about the three anglers who yesterday, it's the 24th today, um, who yesterday. Uh, kind of got out for the season. There's other, there's multiple reasons why each of them have their own reason. Stage four, of the Bass Pro Tour, Chickamauga, uh, Lake Chickamauga, was won by, you know, the, the goat in my opinion, Kevin Van Dam. Uh, this dude is nuts. Obviously, if you know by bass fish, you've heard that name. Uh, number two, Jacob Wheeler, who, I mean, it's his home pond. Uh, I, I would, I would have thought he would have won, but I mean, honestly, like, if you're gonna get beat by someone on your home lake. You know, Kevin Van Dam is not that guy to, like, be all butthurt about him beating you. He's, I mean, he deserved the win. If he wins, he deserved the win. He's a great guy, great fisherman. Um, and apparently, according to Jacob Wheeler, um, I watched a video with him and the other guys of, of that he uh, rooms with, uh, Mark Daniels Jr., uh, DC, Dustin Connell, and uh, Adrian Avina. They did a little podcast. I guess they're going to start doing once a month or something. Um, they discussed how... Kevin Van Dam won on a spot that he thinks, uh, Jacob Wheeler thinks, or they think, that no one else could have won on. They think that the, the fish there, I see so many, it's such, a, it's such a public community hole that Kevin Van Dam is the only one who could really catch him. So obviously he deserved it. He's a great guy, great fisherman. The uh, Jacob Wheeler taking second on his home pond, no big deal. I mean, that's still, you know, he walked away with 45K, a lot of great points. I think he's sitting second angular of the year. We're going to take a look at that in a second. No one really surprises me in this top five, really. It was an offshore battle, so that really doesn't doesn't surprise me much at all. Edwin Evers, one, I, I love that guy. Uh, DC, Brian Thrift, you know, you know, you know these names. MLF, they uh, they got recruited, however they got there, paid to get on this circuit. They got paid, that is. They didn't pay. <laughs> let's let's make that very clear. Anyway. Uh, the uh, let's not before we move on to that. Let's go ahead and check the angler of the year standings. Oh, and Jacob Wheeler's third, so Brent Naylor moved up. Um, I th I may have, may have stayed the same. I thought it may have, he may have been third. I thought he was second. Ott Defoe's first. He's well, they're going. I think they're going up north. I'm not sure about the rest of the schedule. They're going to New York, New York. Yeah, they're definitely going up north. Um, that's what I thought. The rest of the uh, St. Lawrence Lake Champlain. Yeah. It's going to be a smallmouth battle. And apparently, from what I've seen so far, um, St. Lawrence River, they are biting. So um, it's going to be 
a lot of people weighing in limits. Uh, it's going to take, you know, whoever whoever can find those big key fish to win that event. But, yeah, so Odd Defoe's winning. Uh, Brent, Ehrler, Brent Ehler is uh, second. Jacob Wheeler's third. Brent Chapman is fourth. And Bobby Lane is fifth. And I'll go ahead and say sixth because he is also pretty much still in contention, in my opinion, and that's Stephen Browning. So, yeah, third through six is separated by one point, two points. So, 256 to 258. So, yeah, no big deal. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the next one, Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit. This uh, event was on the Potomac, Potomac River. God, I, mean, I get into a, uh, a podcast. I stopped being able to speak. So, yeah, the Potomac River, it looks like... So Jacob Galele, uh, uh, Jacobo Galele, this is that he's from. I don't want to get it wrong. I think he's from, he's he's from Europe. He's from France. I want to say France, Italy. I'm not sure. I really am not sure. So he is from Europe. I know. I can actually look it up. Oh, it says Alabama. United States Rookie of the Year. The other Italian. I was right. Yeah. Okay. I'm not that stupid. I was correct. All right. He's an Italian. He is an Italian. Um. He won, I mean, pretty three pounds or two pounds, multiple ounces. Day four, he smashed me at 20 pounds day four. His his other bags were 15, 8, 13, 13, 15, 14, and 20 on day four. He ended up with 65.03. Winning, Michael Neal took second. Cody Meyer took third. Ricky Robinson took fourth. Adrian Avina took fifth. And Adrian Avina also had big fish. Uh, with five pound nine ouncer, um, and here is the the new the NPFL NPFL National Professional Fishing League, the last event who was won by John Sukup. Uh, this is the third event I believe in the whole thing, and John has won two of them and took fifteenth in the other or something like that. He is nuts. I'll show you the Angler of the Year standings in a second here, but let's take a look at this uh, little lineup, at least top five. We have John Sukup, Jake Boomer, Keith Carson, Brian Smith, Nick Prosnonzak. I'm not going to get it right. Y'all are going to have to go look at that one. But the payouts in this uh, little league aren't bad. I think the entry fees is 5000 per event, though. It's crazy. 5,000 per event. I think there's six events. I don't know. I, I think that's what it is. But the payout's 50K, 30K, 20K, 1,500. So here's my thing with this, right? You have to split it in the Texas team trail. But the the entry fees on the Texas team trail are only like 600, 500, 600 bucks. Look. Texas team trail. Yeah, so... As you can see, it's $250 entry fee per team and $30 for the membership for each person for the whole season. So that is so cheap with payouts that are boats. I mean, you have to split the payouts. So, I mean, if you win a 50-whatever-thousand boat pack, a $50,000 boat pack, you can keep it or you can sell it. But you're still getting way more bang for your buck, right? With a $50,000 first-place payout for the live leader for the um, MPFL. That is crazy to me. They do pay 10k a long way out though, so 9k. Hello, oh, my wife called. Sorry, I had to answer the phone. 
So yeah, the payouts in this aren't terrible, just because they pay out so deep into the field. They pay out to thirty six. You're getting a four thousand dollar profit, right? But man, out of one hundred and two thirty, that's not terrible. I guess the payouts are pretty good. So let's go ahead and hop. Oh, I said I'd look at the angler of the year. I'm pretty sure Sue Cup's in second. Yeah, the dude I couldn't pronounce, uh, Nick Provazazak. I'm sorry, man. I'm butchering the shit out of your name, but I have no idea. Is winning angler of the year. John Sukup is second. Keith Carson is tied for him with at third with the same amount of points, and David Gaston is also in the running with two points less. So, yeah, not terrible. Let's go ahead and take a look at the Bassmaster Elite Series. Um... So, the this is the classic. These are the classics, and this is the last tournament that happened. Uh, I covered this, like I said last week, but I said so many ums and ahs. Don't pay attention to it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to cut it out of this one. I'm going to cut some stuff out. I'm going to edit it, but I'm not going to cut out the ums and ahs. I am way down from last week. I'm still saying it a lot, but it does feel I'm not going to cut them all out. Anyway, back-to-back -back classic champion hank cherry jr it's already been like two three weeks by the time you see this video that that's happened so or the time you hear listen to this podcast either one so i'm not going to go over it too much uh hank cherry won he won it really his key fish came on a jerk bait from the dam on ray roberts i live 30 minutes from ray roberts i live in uh east side northeast texas i live in bottom i live in like uh right next to lake bottom that's my main lake i fish um but yeah, he won second year in a row. Crazy. Uh, joined only four people to do it. It's like Rick Clun, Jordan Lee, and Kevin Van Dam, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure it's Rick Clun, KVD, and Jordan Lee, um, and Hank Cherry, who've won back-to-back -back classics. So that is crazy. That is nuts. Um, only four other people have ever done it. So yeah, I really, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I love me some Chris Jones. I 100% love Chris Jones, and I love Matt Robertson. This man had a – he has a real tattoo, right, of the Bass logo, a fake tattoo of the American flag on, and wore a complete, like, cutoff, like, cut down. If you haven't seen him on stage, just go look it up or go look on his Instagram. It's Matt Robertson. He he wore a cutoff on stage as a jersey with ugly stick logo. Oh, man, it was brilliant. Like, that man, I, he, he crushed water bottles. He was the star of the show at the classic this man is amazing i love this guy matt robinson um as far as the actual competitiveness goes yeah like i said hank cherry jr won on the dam um really he also flipped some bushes i think he had I, i'm not sure if he had a swim jig by i think he had a swim jig by for his sad spawn the first morning and then the storm came in the second morning uh third morning they really i don't know really know what happened but yeah anyway you already know probably about what happened to the classic if you don't the information's out there. It's been on for a. It's been for a long time. I'm not going to really cover it, just because it's been like three weeks. So it's kind of like dead content at this point. But yeah, that that is that is what happened. Hank Cherry Jr. won second year in a row. Crazy. Let me look at the Angler of the Year standings. They haven't changed in a minute, but Seth Fighter is definitely winning. He is. I'm not going to say it, but he's definitely going to win Angler of the Year. Uh, they're going up north the next two events i believe they have yeah the next two events are up north he is definitely gonna smash some smallmouth he's a great 
northern fisherman, I don't see him losing Angler of the Year. I just can't imagine it happening. You know what I mean? I genuinely cannot. So let's look at the Rookie of the Year standings real quick. I'm not going to look at all the open stuff. Brian News winning Rookie of the Year. KJ Queen has a chance, and that's pretty much it. Those are the only two who are really competing for it. So that's neat. Let's go ahead and hop on over to our Tackle Warehouse featured item. Uh, so last week I spent a lot of time covering these. This week I'm not going to do that so much. Um, we are going to go over these feature items real quick, though. We have the Depths Bull Slide Creature Bait 6-Pack. It comes in eight colors. Those colors are black, bluegill, champagne, pepper, neon, pearl, cherry blossom, green pumpkin, green pumpkin chart, green pumpkin, blue flake, smoke, and scuppernong. Uh, scuppernong. S-C-U-P-P-E-R-N-O-N-G for the people who are not watching on youtube that is a color i don't know what it means um it looks red uh it's like orange red orange red i'll go with orange red yeah so the rest of the colors look pretty good so this looks like a I mean, it's a creature baby it has really short appendages um on the top man this is weird. it looks like it's gonna be like a nedrick bait or something you used to punch that you, when you don't want a lot of action like you just kind of want it to sit there but just a little bit of action that's what it looks like. Uh, that's, I mean, that's what I would use it for. I'm not sure what its intent is, but that's what I would use it for. You can go ahead and look it up. That is the Def's Bull Slide Creature Bait. Next, we have the Chase Baits Paddle Bait. That comes in 10 colors. It is a paddle tail swim bait. It has eyes, which are really cool looking. Um, looks vicious, man. Uh, this looks great. Ten colors are Blood Gold, Bruiser Gold Shiner, Lime Tiger, which is really cool looking. Mike Milk Flash, my bad. Money. Milk or er, Milk Flash, Money, Pearl Minnow, and Plum. This is my first time recording an audio podcast. Chill out. Chill out. I'm sorry. Chill out. This is not doesn't look like a bad bait. Uh looks like a, a battle tail swim bait, so that's that's kind of it. I mean, I'm sure it has some cool design that no one's ever done before. Is what they'll say, but I'm still gonna use rage swimmers, and that's just how it is. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Savage Gear 3D. I'll try it. I'll try. I try a lot of different baits. All right, chill. I'm not. I don't mean that offensively. I just like what works works. So why change it unless you something comes out that's better? I'll try it. I'll look reviews on it. I, I will. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't judge it like that, but. Rage Swimmers are Rage Swimmers, Kytex, Kytex, and I like some uh, reaction innovations here. So, all right, uh, War. This is the Savage Gear 3D RTF Bluegill Swim Bait. Uh, it comes in six colors. It is a hook. The hooks in the top of the bait coming out the top. So open hook swim bait. It might slide in. It, maybe. No, it stays out the top. Yeah. So. It, and you may have to put the hook in yourself. It may come. It may come with one. I don't know. Anyway, it's jointed swim bait, but it looks like, yeah, it's hard plastic. It it, it looks like it could have been soft plastic at first, or like a uh, weird material. I don't know, but yeah, the, uh, sorry, 
The six colors are black gill, blue gill, ghost gill, light gill, vivid gill, and white gill. It is a jointed swim bait. Blue gill swim bait. There's really nothing else to it. I'm sure there's some crazy innovation or something. I, like I said before, I'm not going to go too in depth with these. They are, I mean, they're new baits. You can dry them out if you want to. I'm not telling you what to do. These are the new feature baits on Tackle Warehouse. They are on there. You can go look at them if you would like. I will cover them, though, uh, and tell you what my opinions are. So that's what this is. This is opinion podcast. So let's move on. The Jackal Diggle Crankbaits. Uh, eight colors. Blueback Chartreuse. Chartreuse Shad, which is probably going to get a purchase. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, so is this Tennessee Shad at the end, and maybe the SG Threadsman. These look really good. I'm not going to lie. There's eight colors. I'll keep going. Chartreuse Shad, Dark Thunder, Ghost AR Shad, SK Shad, SS Shad, and then, like I said, the Blueback Chartreuse, SG Threadfin, and Tennessee Shad. They all look great. The paint jobs are sick, man. Um, I'm probably going to pick me up some of these for this good old summer cranking bite out here. Uh, they are $15 a piece. I did not cover the last two prices, the or the last couple prices. I'll go ahead and get the first one. The Depths Blue Slide, Depths Blue Slide Creature Bait is $10.99 for a six pack. That is insane. I'm not gonna lie to you. That is crazy expensive. Those better be the best plastics I've ever used in my life. Uh, the Chase Baits Paddle Bait is $5.99 for a pack. I'm not sure how many come in. It's Savage Gear Blue Gills $9.99. And then the Jackal Diggle crankbaits that I just covered, fourteen ninety nine. Uh, the next item is the Thirteen Fishing Fate V three casting rod. They got rid of their old rods. I'm not sure what series it was. I saw them on clearance though. I think everyone's selling them out, so I think they discontinued a rod. I think maybe in the Elmans. I'm not sure about that, but don't quote me. But I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So they come out with a new uh, rod in that price point. This series looks great. I'll go ahead and take a look at it, I guess. 11 models. I'll read them off to you. They got the 6.7 medium, 6.7 medium heavy, 7.1 medium, 7.1 medium heavy, 7.3 medium, 7.3 medium heavy, 7.4 medium heavy, moderate, 7.4 heavy, 7.5 heavy, 7.6 medium heavy, 7.11 heavy. All of those are bait casting rods. It looks pretty good. Like I said, the 13 Fishing Fate V3 casting rod. They range from $99 to $109. Let's move on to the Catchco Baby Bull Gill Swim Bait. A bunch of YouTubers are using these right now. All the Catchco YouTubers. There's like a million of them. Uh, Catchco, honestly, sick company for sponsoring all these YouTubers. I'm not going to lie to you. I I use Tackle Warehouse. I've used Catchco in the past. Um, they... They, I mean, it's, it's not terrible products. They carry a lot of good stuff, but Tackle Warehouse, yeah. Tackle Warehouse carries way more, and I just like that. And they're usually the best prices. Can't really beat them. But let's go ahead and cover this. Six colors: Baby Bass, Crappie, Natural Gill, Pearl Bone, Ruby Gill, Violet Brim. If you've never heard of the Baby Bull Shad or uh, Bull Shad, uh, it's just made by this. I think it's made by yeah. Mike Mike Boopa, boop, 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 boop. Mike Buka, uh, he hand makes them. I or at least he used to. These are probably mass produced at this point. Uh, but he he's the originator originator of the bullshad swim baits, the baby bullshad. He is sick a swim bait maker. They usually work out pretty well. The dude's amazing. Uh, in the past, they've been amazing. I have the bullshad, the baby bullshad, so. I might try this out. I don't. I'm not a big swim bait guy, but 15 bucks for this 
bluegill looking body. So the the body's like a bluegill for the for the voice listeners. The body's like you know wide like oval like a bluegill, not like a, a thinner shad or another type of ba- uh, fish. Um, but the, the the colors aren't all bluegilly. So there's a lot of other colors. But yeah, it's great. All right, next we have the 10,000 fish headhunter. This is also getting used. I saw this in like videos for a while. It's 9.99 to 11.99. It is a soft plastic swim bait. Um, it has a paddly tail. It's like the like I said before. It's like a, it's like the the body of a bluegill, but the fins are like super sharp um, on the the top and the bottom. So I mean, it, they look kind of cool. They look cool. I don't know if they look good. They look cool. The paint jobs look cool as well. I don't know if they look good. A couple of them look all right. I'll go ahead and read them off to you, though. The Carbon Crappie Gizzard Wizard Green Machine Lava Lamp License to Gill, Sour Grapes, and Sweet and Sour Sunfish. They have two sizes. That's the price variant. They have a 3.25 and a 4.3 inch. Go ahead and take a look at that. That's 10,000 Fish Headhunter. Next, we have the Chase Pates Flaccid Shad. This thing, I covered it last week, and I could not describe it at all. It is strange. Um, they said it's it's effective on the back of a of a of a um, chatterbait, a vibrating jig. Uh, I don't know where else I'd fish it, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. It it says the rolling fins also float. So it's like before I get into that, it's the the front half of it is like a normal plastic, like soft plastic swim bait. The back half of it has been like pressed, like think of like the tail of an eel. That's what it looks like. It comes out like that. I don't know how they feel. I don't have them. I'll, I'll, I'll... I don't have them with me already. I might order some. They look like they would be good on a on a vibrating jig or like a, a jig. So they look like good as a trailer. They have ten colors, and they are. 10 packs for 5.99 so not bad you know what i mean the they come in 10 colors that is a bl- i don't think it's 10 packs i think i just lied to you whatever it's six packs yes and they're 4.25 inches oh they might be good those are pretty long i thought they were smaller okay yeah these might be good these might be really good trailers uh, blood. They come in the colors blood gold, bruiser, gold shiner, lime tiger, milk flash, money, pearl minnow, plum, sticky brisket, and stir fry. I like those names. Those are pretty cool. Uh, they. The next bait on this list is the Imakatsu Gilroyd Mini Swim Bait. This is a fifty dollar bait, forty eight ninety nine. Hard body jointed swim bait. Looks like a glide bait board. Um, sorry. It looks like a glide bait more than anything. It has a bill. Uh, it has a swivel already attached to it. It looks like. That's weird. Okay. Anyway, looks great. Looks cool. Has a bill. So probably a little glide baity action, if I had to guess. Uh, they have five colors: the 3D female gill, 3D ghost cojill, 3D canboomagin gin. I'm probably really butchering these. 3D male gill, and the strong chart. Most of them look to be sold out. Besides the 3D ghost cojill and the canboomagin. So, yeah, I am not buying a fifty-dollar swim bait. Unless this uh, this podcast and YouTube channel decides to take off, so I can afford that kind of thing. But it's not happening now. 
Next item up is the Spro Rustlane Fat Papa Walker. This thing looks sick. It's $13.99. Um, so the, the bottom here, I can read it to you. I'll try and explain it myself, but then I'll read it a little bit. So it has dual rattle chambers. It has two rattle chambers inside. And it has a... I like the the reason the belly is like arched like this like a V of like a really wide V at the bottom. Um, it throws a lot more water, but the belly sits still. You know what I mean? Like so, so the front throws water, but the belly will only move a little bit. So you're only moving a little bit. You're throwing a lot of water. So those rougher water days that you want to throw some water like that, you could uh, you could use this. Uh, great. It's just top water walking bait. You know, uh, it has eight colors: bone, Casper, Chrome. Natural herring, red wing blackbird, sleazy shad, spro blue, and the deal. So they look pretty good, look pretty cool. And that is the last of the new feature items. Let's move on. So I want to do this last. We're going to do this every week, but I want to do that last. So let's go ahead and go over this article real quick. So three Elite Series anglers out for the rest of the 2021 season. Clint Davis being one of those anglers clint davis uh, has a injury i believe it's something to do with his shoulder. yeah his labrum is torn and they said my bicep is detached so he's gonna have to surgically anchor that stuff back in according to this article uh the next angler is rick morris and he will be back next year um so he has I don't remember what it was for him. Uh, Morris. A pro. Uh, he had hip replacement surgery. 2019 has been dealing with health issues. Okay. So, yeah. He is the. Uh, he has hip replacement. That and, I mean, that sucks for that. It sucks for him, man. Uh, Rick Morris, I think he will be back next week anyway, or next year anyway. I don't think he has to recall. Uh, same with Clint Davis. He shouldn't be in the back half, or the back whatever, the back 10, or however many they drop. So, uh, But this next guy, <laughs> this next guy, Brett Pruitt, he, sorry for scrolling up and down. I wanted his first name. He will be out. He's been in five seasons. Um, he's quitting. He said he has some personal issues. Uh, has to do with his farm at home or ranch at home or something like that. So he's been living the dream, but he wants to get back to being able to fish and really focus on it. So he wants to reboot his career, take a little bit off. He's going to be fishing every open in 2022 and hopes to get back to the to the Elite Series. So he's going to take some time off, you know, refocus, get back to the Elite Series. Let's move on to the last thing. This is the most fun thing the most fun project for me every week this is what i'm gonna film a video and i'm gonna have two fishing videos one non-fishing which is gonna be this it's gonna be about fishing but it's gonna be this on youtube and then i'll have two of me actually fishing or one of them is gonna be fishing and the other one's gonna be me talking over some tackle talking over stuff like on video on camera not like this in the boat that type of situation i am not Let's make this very clear before we get into this last segment. This podcast is being presented by a guy who – I mean, I'm not rich by any means. You know what I mean? I have a crappy boat. I have a Ranger 1985 with a Yamaha 1986 90-horsepower motor on it. It works for what I needed to do. I am not a wealthy guy. I love my life. I'm super blessed. Love my wife. Love my house. Love my animals. 
and I am I'm making a podcast because fishing is my passion. I'm doing this this YouTube channel because fishing is my passion. Yes, I do want to eventually do this full time. I want to be a videographer, a YouTuber, whatever you want to call it. I want to be able to fish as my full-time job or be involved in the fishing industry with baits, with videography, whatever. I have to do clean boats. I don't care. Be in fishing industry full-time and be able to pay my bills with it. Uh, right now, that's obviously not happening, but I am I am so passionate about it. Like This is what I want to do, and I've decided that's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit to it. This is not a high-end podcast. I'm not the best angler in the world. I fished for Texas A&M University Commerce for a couple tournaments in college. I was on the club team for a while. I didn't have a boat, though, so trying to get a partner was really hard um, to fish with because our club was pretty full, and the guys who were already there before me kind of had partners picked out. Even the guys coming in from high school kind of had partners picked out from high school. So I, I, I learned a lot, and I've, I've tried to translate that. And I've been fishing alone. I hope to fish tournaments eventually again just for fun. I don't have any ambition to make it to the Elite Series or anything, but I do hope to – to make this a, like make a living from fishing and, and however that may be that's what I want to do with my life and that's what this is really about is to, to share my passion and to share what I enjoy with other people and hopefully give you some content to enjoy and watch and whatever you got to do in your free time listen to this in the car whatever you got to do that's what this is about I am gonna show you on a budget how to fish uh, and how to catch fish maybe sometimes I won't show you how to catch fish I suck hey, maybe I'll suck I don't know but I, I consider myself a decent angler. I'm no by no means good. I'm not a pro. I'm not a big tournament guy. I, I fish tournaments and I think I can compete, but I'm not amazing. I definitely am not Kevin Van Dam. I'll tell you that. So anyway, let's get back to it. This this week I'm gonna pick a bait from on here and I'm gonna fish with it. I know Saturday I'm going to a pond. I'm not gonna be on a boat. I'm going to a pond. I am going to the pond where I first learned how to bass fish. So. That being said, I could throw a chatterbait with a minute. I could do like a double whammy here. Um, let's see, man. What do I want to throw? I want to throw a swim bait this weekend. Maybe I'll film another video. Maybe I'll go out on the boat and film a video with whatever bait I have here a different day. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to pick the oh, – man, the 6XD is calling my name here, man. I'm going to pick the 6XD, I think. There's no football head jig. It's a pitching jig. Uh, I want to fish like – ooh, maybe. Damn. Yeah, I'm going to fish. I, that's what I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick a chatterbait. I'm going to fish it at a pond this weekend. I'm going to pick the Z-Man chatterbait. I have them already, so that's great. I am going to probably use white. Um, if that doesn't work, I'm going to throw a swim jig. So I want to get a video out for you guys this week with this one. I plan on making two weeks. This week is probably only going to be one. The upcoming week is probably only going to be one. Just trying to get into it, but eventually there will be two a week. But yeah, that's what we're going to pick. We're going to pick the uh, Z-Man Chatterbait. So, 
that's what I'm going to do. I'm trying to pick, you know, what will work in my area, I think, what I can catch fish on this weekend. So we will throw that. We'll do a little video on it. And that will be it. So, yeah, that's it. That's the end of the podcast, guys. Thank you so much for watching. I apologize for my chair. There are zero sponsors for this podcast. It's just me, my dogs in a room, my cats next door, my wife's on her way home. So I'm going to go finish mowing the lawn. You guys have a good one. Peace out. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Oh, crap. One more thing. Uh, th this has been Boat Snacks. Boat Snacks Podcast. It's really important that you get that. We could do a weekly snack, actually. That's what we'll do. What's a weekly snack this week? What did I eat this week on the boat? Fiber One Bars. Fiber One Bars are this week's boat snack. They'll make you poop. Fiber One.